Welcome to the Meg's Podcast. I'm Megan Coleman. And I'm Meg Grievous. We're two sister-in-laws with two opposite personalities living in two different states. But we're here with one goal, to encourage you through our honest and funny conversations about the important and not so important things in life. Because we believe today is a perfect day to laugh with someone. So we have received, you know, several questions since we've launched the podcast. Right. Why are you already laughing? I don't know, because you're funny. Because I know (laughs) what question we're bringing up right now, and it makes me laugh as I sit here and look at you. Well, I can't wait to tell you so that because I you I have a comeback that you don't even know about. Ooh. So we've been asked, we've gotten lots of different questions about the podcast and about me and Megan. And um, so I do have an icebreaker also, but I'm going to do this question first. Um, the question that we've probably been asked the most or I've been asked the most is why does Meg, me, why do I wear huge headphones, like big, <laughs> big black headphones, and Megan wears her cute little Apple, my little slim down little, ones. Little Apple iPods. Yes, Meg. Um, tell us, why do you wear those honking huge things? I have like an ancient laptop and yeah. my like connection cord, the, um, actually, what is that called? The conversion Adapter or adapter at the conversion. I don't know all this stuff. It they hooked it all up. It's the adapter, whatever adapter I'm using. Um, because my equipment is a little bit older, a <laughs> lot thing, older. Only thing I can use is the big headphones. But here's my comeback I snapped a picture today of Reese Witherspoon, and she's sporting the same ones. <laughs> doing her thing. So do you feel better about yourself? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like if she, if she can do it and she looks super cute too. Um, I do not always look cute. These headphones, but you're, you're looking great today, man. I love it today. I did get dressed. Like I put on, I put on makeup and, um, I did double mascara. Do you do just one mascara? What is double? Like you put it on two times and I'm a huge mascara person. I put on two different mascaras. Oh, I do two, two like rounds, but you do two different kinds. Mm -hmm. I'll do two layers. One has to be my second layer has to be waterproof. So I, I use my favorite one to kind of get all the lashes covered and, um, you know, looking pretty out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I use the second one is a waterproof one and I'm hoping it'll kind of like lock everything, like lock it, like lock it in. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there is a ton of beauty consultants out there that are going, nope, that's wrong. Not the way you do it. Should not do that. My preference really would be to have my lashes, my fake lashes back on. I love them. I miss them dearly. That is a whole nother episode and a whole nother topic, though. <laughs> um, are you ready for the icebreaker that I did come up with? Yeah, always. I never know what you're going to have. Um, this one's a good, it's a good one. I, I might You say that s- about all of them. I know. I really love just random stuff. Like, can we just like talk about all the random things? Um, okay. The icebreaker today is, do you believe in a full moon. 
Well, I mean, I know I mean, that I know- full moons exist. So what do you mean by believe in it? Like, like, do you believe that like something happens to oh, humans? Like crazy things? Like, like people come out of the woodwork. <clears throat> oh, did you hear that? Like I got a frog in my throat. Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Sorry. You know, right over there? Yes. I do I believe that. The, well, I know that like women go into labor more on full moons, like the pressure and stuff, right? I thought we were going to have Davis because we, right around my due date was a full moon and another friend of mine, she, we were both pregnant and she went into labor and I didn't, I was really mad about that. <laughs> I think the moon put her into labor. Isn't that a thing? Like the pressure yeah. and all of that? OBGYNs, I'm sure they swear by it too. Uh, I've heard ER doctors and nurses like swear by this. I do believe in the weirdness of a full moon. I wished they talked about it. I wish there were a little bit more answers. So like when I get to heaven, this is going to be one of the things I think that I ask about. This is going to be one of the things you (laughs) ask about? (laughs) I mean, I worked in the insurance industry for gosh, over 15 years. So dealing with a lot of the general public, I'm telling you the crazies came out of the woodwork on a full moon and we always knew it. Um, so one time, oh gosh, I hope this is okay to share. It's really funny though. It's a good story. But one time I was at the office and it was morning and our, the way our back office was set up, I was sitting in the back office and all of the majority of the desk faced a window and the window looking out was the very back part of our office and the front part of our office was the parking lot and so nobody really went to the very back of our office but this car pulled up to the very back of the office and I thought oh that's weird nobody even knows that back entrance is there wonder what's going on so I'm watching at my desk watching out the window and I see this lady hop out of her car and I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. I wonder if she's coming in the back door for something. And I see her throw up in her car door and she's kind of bebopping around. Like, you know, <laughs> she's got a little, she's got a little, a little pep dance. in her step. Oh yeah. She goes to the trunk of her car, pops open the trunk of her car. This is where things took a turn. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> so is this started, the part with the full moon? Yes. She started undressing like broad daylight it's morning nobody is back there like taking all of her clothes taking off taking off her clothes okay so I yell to the other ladies in the office I'm like oh my gosh guys like look what's happening well another lady like popped her head out you know to kind of tell the lady like hey you know back on right you don't need to be doing that or whatever (laughs) this woman bless her was probably on a few different things like Uh, didn't even respond to um my co-worker who was saying like hey maybe get back in the car don't undress here on our private property (laughs) we quickly realized you know she wasn't all you know she wasn't having a good, she was not having a good day, or maybe she was having a real good day. A really I don't, great day. So was a little bit of full moon crazy, and then a little bit of she continued something, something to else. undress, but then get this in the back of her trunk, she had like change. She started throwing coins around <laughs> and dancing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So 
I think we did call the police, but she left before they could even show up. I think that's a little more than full Thank goodness. Thank goodness my boss wasn't there that day or he was on an appointment or something. It was just us ladies. But okay, so we all like watched that happen or, you know, that craziness happen. And um, we all ran to the calendar, ran to look online, full moon. I mean, the crazies will come out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder when the next one is, we're going to have to look it up and then hopefully we don't get like that crazy. No, I I think that it's, I mean, I don't know how to explain it. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe somebody listening has some good full moon or some really good stories, other full moon stories an explanation or a full moon story, but I could go on and on. I have other full moon stories that happened at the office too, but um, yeah. So I wholeheartedly believe that full moons affect people in some kind of, in some weird way, weird way, like the gravitational pull. That's a thing, right? Are you getting all scientific now? I mean, that's what, but that's what causes, that would be what caused you to go into labor, right? I, I guess we should just move on, Meg, because we don't know what we're talking about now. <laughs> like we knew what we were talking about like two minutes ago. That's true. That's true. Okay. It's 2021. Yes. Like we are officially past 2020. Are you glad about that? Like, how are you feeling about that? I don't really know what to feel because I don't feel like 2021 is going to be any different. Than I know that's the womp womp of it all. I think for so many months, I think in 2020, everybody had the idea of, oh, if we could just get to 2021, like this will be great. But I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see how it unfolds. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, as of right now, it doesn't really feel like much is. I don't know much is different. We need to have a good attitude. Can we be, let's be hopeful. See, you're being the optimist. I am being the optimist. Let's be hopeful that this is going to be like an awesome year. Do you have any, did you make any kind of new year's resolution? Do you you do one? You want to know what my new year's resolution was last year for 2020? Oh yeah. So I, I didn't actually do the resolution part because I always fail at that. You know, everybody does it like, oh, I'm going to work out every day and then you never do. But I did the word, you know, how some people pick a word of like, this is going to be my word for the year. So in January, 2020, my word for the year, you're going to love this. My word was yes. (laughs) Did you say what besides the podcast did you say <laughs> yes to? You said no to everything. Like, you know, the kids were so excited at first when I told them, I was like, Hey, I want to say yes to more things like doing more fun things with you guys. If you want to go do crazy stuff, like, yes, let's just go do it and let's be all over it. And then pandemic happens. And what do I have to say to the kids? No, no. Like the whole year was no. I'm so sorry. No, I'm no. sorry. Nope. That's closed. Nope. Can't do that. No, no. <laughs> you should just add COVID next to that. Like it should just be no dash COVID. Yeah. Like. So that was a total bust last year for my resolution. So this year, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really sat down and really thought through it. I don't know that I believe in them. I, I have never really done it. I've never really gotten into it just because I kind of like to set the bar 
low for myself anyways. <laughs> and then it's only going to be good as you go up. Right. So why even make one if you know you're probably not going to do it, but then if you end up doing something in the next year, like anything, it's like, woohoo, good job. It's a win. Yeah. So I have never really been huge. I know that a lot of people are very into their New Year's resolution. Like they pick a new one every year. They do it until about February. Yeah. But they go hardcore all for January good, for a good month and a half. You know, well, it's interesting though. I think it will be different this year for people, Meg, because there's, I think our hands are still tied for a lot of stuff. Yeah. So what, instead of like a new year's resolution, what I have been thinking about is what is something that I have the ability to control in 2021. And I actually thought about something that you told me a few months ago, and um, maybe you can share a little bit more about this story, but it's how we treat other people. I just thought, you know, maybe it could just be a better, you know, Meg Rebus. Like I could just be a better person, a better wife, a better mom, a better sister, daughter, friend, neighbor, all all of those things. Like just mm-hmm. I could just be better. And so something I can have control of is how we treat other people. What you had told me um, a few months ago, and I hope you remember this, is talking to your girls about being kind and being courageous. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's in the Cinderella movie. <laughs> Have you seen that? I think it's the live action. Is that what you call them? Like where they do the, with the real people, the live action of the Cinderella movie, my daughter Reed and I, we were watching that months ago. Gosh. And, um, I loved the part. It stood out so much to me. I love the part when the mom was talking to Cinderella before she passed away and she was kind of giving her this whole like pep talk of be kind, be courageous. Like if there's anything that you do in life, be kind and be courageous. And I remember sitting down after the movie and having kind of that debrief with Reed of how awesome, like of a challenge for ourselves, you know, to be kind and courageous people, you know, in different aspects of life and with different people in our, you know, community and in our world and in our home of just that challenge. Yeah. I mean, I love that. Oh, I love the movie too. It makes me cry. I cry at all the movies. though. <laughs> it is a good one. I like that one. But I think, you know, just knowing that we're human, I'm going to mess up. I'm not always going to be, you know, I'm not, I want to always do the right thing, but I know that I'm human and I'm going to fail and I'm going to mess up. And so I think, but just putting forth a little bit of effort. So like, if, you know, in January and February and so on and so on, if I can do just one little thing better, you know, just, I love that, you know, even just breaking it down into like the simplest thing and just making it a little bit more manageable. Um, my, our neighbor, Josh, who was actually um, one of the first people to even like talk to us here in Florida he does the sweetest thing and it's so simple and so easy, but it like means the world to us. Makes a difference. Um, all he does is he brings up our trash cans from the street to our driveway and he puts it by our garage door that when he's sweet. bringing up his trash cans. Like how easy and simple is that? And that's something tangible that I could just, you know, just trying to 
you know, do something kind in, in stepping out there. It doesn't have to be something big and extravagant. It can be something as simple as that. And he was just, he was always just nice to us. Like just taking time to like chat with us too, um, here in South Florida, not knowing anybody. And, um, I just, I will forever remember that. And he still helps with our, he's, are weekly our trash cans. Is so this the I know same that's neighbor? Weird. Is this the same neighbor that has um like helped your daughter Haley like get over her fear of yes. animals dogs? Isn't he this he's this neighbor? The dog he's the dog whisperer. Yes. So Haley Bell had um and I mean like a real fear, like oh. a true like we took her to pediatricians and yeah, she would spot a dog or an animal from Far, like, far away. Far, far away and freak out. And, and I mean, it wasn't like she could control it. And it wasn't just dogs. For the longest time, I think people thought that it was just dogs. It was all animals. Like we took her to like a baby petting zoo, you know, where they had baby chicks and she was terrified. So, you know, after talking to the pediatrician and stuff, you know, um, we, and we read lots of books, they do grow out of it. But Josh was so amazing. When we moved here, he has three dogs and they're the sweetest, kindest thing. And, um, he said, I'll work with her. He said, it's okay. Just give it time and I will work with her. And he was so patient and so sweet and so gentle. And he said, give me six to eight months. So like nothing fast, right? six to eight months. And we were like, okay, dude, like whatever. We just moved (laughs) in. We got three dogs. Good luck with that one. (laughs) Yeah. Haley Bell was like panicked every time we got out of the car and she saw the dogs, but I'm not joking. She loves dogs now. And it was right on the market eight months when she came around and he did it. He, That's yes. Amazing. So that is the same, the same neighbor. Our, our, I our love, gosh. I love my neighbors. You know, Ben and I have talked about, oh, maybe getting a house with a little bit more yard because we have a tiny yard, but we live in a cul-de-sac, which kind of makes up for the yard. And, but every time we even think twice about it, I'm like, oh, but I don't want to leave my neighbors because they are like, we're all doing things for each other just to help out. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite one recently, so Ben and I were out of town and you know this story, but I have to share it. Ben and I were out of town. Um, and the my, fire, it's the fire truck. Yes. Right? The yes. fire truck. Sorry. My stepmom, she was here. She's amazing. Diane, she's, she's just, she's my second mom. Um, she always, comes and helps out with the kids. So she came to stay with the kids for a few days while we were gone. And one night, uh, Davis tries calling my phone over and over again. And I didn't have my, my fancy, you know, Apple watch on where it tells me when my phone is ringing because I never have my ringer on. It's always on silent. And so I missed all the calls. And so he called Ben's phone and, um, he was like, dad, dad, like, you're, you're not going to believe this. Um, <laughs> just you can't even get through I'm it. I'm giggling thinking about it. <laughs> Diane, my stepmom, she's going to hate me for sharing this, but so oh, apparent, apparently one of the smoke detectors started chirping right outside of, you know, Davis's room upstairs. And it was at night, probably eight o'clock at night, we're out of town. Diane's there. It's chirping. And so she decides to call 
911. This is what I love about the story that that was her first. Well, go-to. it wasn't her first. She first tried like 311, but because I get she lives in Austin and I guess that doesn't translate the same in Houston. So it didn't work. She couldn't find the non emergency number. So she calls 911 and she's like, this isn't an emergency, but <laughs> my smoke detector's chirping and I just cannot sleep with that all night long. <laughs> <laughs> so Davis is calling Ben and he's telling Ben, Didi, that's what we call her, Didi called 911. And so instantly, like I get on the phone with my neighbor next door. I mean, I don't know what I would do without them. And, uh, funny. Her name is Megan too. And I call her and I'm like, Hey, can you guys go over and check on the house? At this point, I didn't even know that she called 911. Can you guys go check on the house? I think one of the smoke detectors is chirping. Can you just, you know, just go disconnected and we'll put batteries in it when we're home tomorrow. And so I hang up the phone with her. She, they walk outside and then up pulls the fire truck, you know, and now all the neighbors are texting me. Oh my goodness. Is everything okay? Like, what's the matter? There's a fire truck outside your house. And I was like, nah, nah, we're good. Just a chirping just battery. A chirping. Maybe it was a slow night. I mean, maybe they were like, yeah, we sure. can come and change. And they do that. They're, the fire department is amazing where you can, like, they are here to serve because they'd rather, you know, save our house and be yes. you know, proactive with that than have something, you know, like a fire because we didn't have it taken care of. But my neighbors, they went outside. They told the firemen, it's good. We got it. We'll put the batteries in for them. (laughs) And so they left. Megan and her husband went over. Yep. So my neighbors, they came over and they were, uh, they couldn't actually figure out at first which one it was. So they were testing all the different ones. I mean, those are amazing neighbors, you know, that just, they're just here for everything, you know. See, I like that. We both have, we both have good sets of neighbors that are just kind, right? Yeah, just, it is. It's about being kind for sure. So what about the be courageous part? Like stepping out of your comfort zone, like being courageous. I don't That's know. That's probably that, a little bit harder. It, way harder. Like, and I know you can't really plan. I feel like you can kind of plan for being kind or, or not plan for it, but I feel like those moments probably come up along Every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More often. But the being courageous, like how do you step out of your comfort zone? Like what is something I can't even think of anything. I can think of things that have happened to me, but I can't think of anything that I've done where it was like courageous. I want to do something courageous. Like, um, and I know I've told you this story too, Megan. I think I told the whole world. I, I I would tell the whole world. Well, I guess I am kind of now, but Um, when we first moved to Florida, we had only been here, gosh, I think it was like our third day. Our moving truck wasn't even here yet. We were still in a hotel and kind of just doing things at the condo, cleaning, kind of getting it ready. And I was having, um, a hard time when you move, I think, um, you're packing up your old home and there's so much going on. You don't have a lot of time to really process feelings. And so when we finally landed here in Florida and I was here with the girls and I was quickly realizing we're not in Texas anymore, it was hard to 
um, you know, I was having a hard time like meeting people, even though we'd only been here a few days and uh, just kind of throwing myself a little pity party at Chipotle of all places. Chipotle, My parents had t- is that how you say it? Chipotle? Well, you know, Chipotle is how we like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I definitely don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> I know, but we make fun and we say it that way. So um, Chipotle, that's how I say it. Is that, what do you say? How it do you say it? Chipotle? 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 Oh. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Anywho, so we were having lunch there and um, I was, my parents and me were eating inside and we had let the girls sit outside and they were eating outside and Logan was at work. And I was sharing inside kind of just my heart, like, what have we done? Did we do the right was this the right decision? Just kind of to um, move there is what you're talking yeah, about, to, right? To yeah. Move, yeah. Not to eat at the right. Not to eat there, <laughs> but to move to Florida yes. from Texas. <laughs> so glad you can help make sense of my story. Um, so just, you know, having some of those, you know, doubts creeping in. And this was something that me and Logan had prayed, a, you know, a lot about. And, um, we both felt really sure about all of it. So I didn't really know where any of those feelings were coming from either. And, um, unbeknownst to me, my girls are sitting outside on this little patio area and they had held the door open for a couple of different people. Cause you know, we've just taught them like, use your manners, be polite. So we're leaving. I've had my pity party. Um, we're walking out in the parking lot to our car and this lady comes running up to me and she said, um, I'm so sorry. I know people don't normally do this in Florida, but I have got to just stop and tell you that your girls have been so sweet. You're doing a good job. Oh, that's sweet. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, thank you so much. Um, she said, I watched them open the door for a couple of different people. And um, she said, uh, I have been sitting there and she said, I don't know what your faith is, but I, I just felt like God was telling me. And she said, please don't think I'm a crazy person. But she <laughs> said, I just felt like um, I was supposed to come up and talk to you. And I know what I'm supposed to say, but the only normal thing I could think to say was to compliment you on you're doing a good job raising your girls. They look really nice. And I just burst into tears and I said, you are so far the nicest person we've met in Florida and have come and talked to us. We just moved here three days ago. And um, I said, thank you so much for um, like acting on that faith. That's courage. I needed to hear that. Yeah. So then she says, well, that's not really what I was, you know, I didn't want to come across crazy. So I thought, okay, a compliment from one mom to another mom. <laughs> right. She said, really, what I felt like God was telling me to come and say to you is you're supposed to be here. This woman does not know us from Adam. She did not know if we had, she had no idea that we just moved here. She literally just ran from the restaurant to into the middle of the parking lot before we're, we're leave. And she said, um, can I pray for you? And we're in the middle of this parking lot. You know, me. are you like sobbing at this time in I'm, the parking me, lot? And my parents are both. Crying. Oh yeah. Cause they were in town. They That's were right. there. 
So um, I said, yes, I, w- I would love that. And um, so she starts praying over me and um, Audrey and Haley. I know normally we don't talk about this much like, you know, faith stuff, but my faith is important to me. And so I don't want to hide or take away anything from the story. That meant the world to me that she would step out of her comfort zone, come over. And you're right. Like had it, what it did seem a little off at first, like, what is this person running up to tell me or, you know, whatever. Um, I won't ever forget that story. Uh, right after that, this is the craziest part of it all. Cause Megan and I know, you know, where this is going. So she mm-hmm. prays for us. I give her a big hug. We kind of exchange numbers. And to this day, we're friends on Facebook. She's asked, you know, have y'all looked at any kind of churches or anything? And I said, no, 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 we haven't had time. We just got here in the area. I said, but weirdly enough, my brother was on staff at a church here in um, South Florida. Um, like, 12 years ago. Yeah, it was 12 years when we lived there. It was right outside when Ben finished seminary and we, um, our, his first job was in, in South Florida, South Florida, which is so ironic, the exact place you guys are now. So, uh, she said, really where, what church? And so I told her, you know, what church and she goes, oh my gosh. And I had yet to say his our name names. or who he was. Yeah. I had not, I had not said that yet. And I have a different last name. So she didn't know. And she said, is your brother Ben Coleman? And I was like, yes. (laughs) What are the chances? She said, I know him. So then I was really floored and I was like, okay, like this isn't just a coincidence. Like this is just, you know, oh, and I get, I get like choked up just like, you know, this was really God saying like, Meg, I heard your prayer, you yeah. know, like I hear I know it's the hard. heart in your heart. Right. And like even just the smallest things, but he can make it. So he just made it big. And, um, but think just, about her courage in that moment, I know. you know, for her to, what if to she have hadn't? that feeling and go, all right, this kind of seems crazy, but I'm going to go, you know, run out to this lady in the parking lot with that her I do not know girls that I don't know. And I'm just going to say what I feel like I need to say. And I love that. And I feel like there are a lot of moments where we all have those kind of feelings that, I mean, I've been in the grocery store standing in line and somebody's in front of me and I have this just feeling of just go buy their groceries, Megan just offer, like they might have like five things. I don't know. And just, just do it. And I don't like, I mean, and I know that I've missed that opportunity to bless somebody and because of a lack of courage, you know, of no, I'm going to look totally weird, (laughs) you know, being like, Hey, can I buy your groceries for you? But I think that that's, what's so important is that we need to be courageous, you know, and how we can be kind and loving to people. Yeah. And I do think that acting on, you know, those feelings when it happens, that's part of it because had she waited five more minutes or whatever, I would have been, you know, like she had the feeling, you know, went and acted on it immediately, knowing that she was going to probably look silly or possibly crazy or all those things. The other part of the story to all of it is, is she no longer even lives in that part of South Florida. They were just passing through that 
day on their way wow. back home from yeah. vacation. Just like a couple hours on their way. So anyways, there is my faith courageous talk today. And I, I know our faith obviously is really huge part of me and Megan's life. And we will talk and share different stories here and there. It won't be every podcast or it won't be always be about that. But that's the one courageous thing that I could like off the top of my head, like I could think of that story and just her courage. Now I want to come up with some kind I know of- it, may, it like spurs you on. <laughs> and I think that, um, you know, if there's something that we can focus on for this year in 2021, it's how can we be kind and how can we be courageous? Like so much of how we begin our year is thinking about New Year's resolutions and what can we do for ourselves and how can we better ourselves, which is good. But I think what if we took a different twist on it right now and thought about what can we do for somebody else, right? Like what are some, I mean, I love random acts of kindness things. Like have you been in a, um, a, oh, drive-through, you know, and it's like, you know, yep. you pull up and they're like, oh, the car in front of you paid for your thing. You're like, okay, well, I'll pay for the one behind me. You know, that kind of thing. I love, I love those, but I, I, I rarely start that. We should both. That's what we I need know, to do. Right. It's- because that takes courage of, you know, just sitting there and when you're checking out, cause everything's drive through right now, you know, <laughs> driving through and saying, Hey, I want to pay for the car behind me. And whether it continues or doesn't continue, it still blesses that person um, immensely, you know, of, of doing that. I've read stories of how, um, people like tape money or something to the side of things in stores, like, you know, so if somebody goes to buy something, there's money there that they can use to buy it. I've heard of that kind of stuff. Um, there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of different ways. Um, this was about a year and a half ago. I really just felt like I wanted to, for a week, focus on, um, sending notes to friends, like actually handwriting a note to a friend, because Mm -hmm. we, I think we've gotten so much in the habit of just texting somebody or doing a little Facebook messenger to somebody, but we rarely sit down and take the time to do handwritten notes. I love those, right? So I did a whole week of sending notes to friends. Some of them I just delivered in person because you know they're local and some I put in the mail. And I loved that. That blessed me. I don't know if it, I mean, I'm sure that you know the person who received oh, it sure loved it. it. But you know, it's fun to get that kind of stuff and just realize that somebody's thinking about you and they um, are making an effort, you know, to to do something I kind did- for you. I did not receive a note. <laughs> note. <laughs> well, I was not on your you list. You were not on of, my short list, were you? <laughs> did not make, I did not make the cut. But it honestly, How do you know, you maybe know it the, just got lost in the mail, Meg. No, no, no. You're totally fine because <laughs> um, I'm not a huge letter person. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you rather have? Somebody call you or text you or what? No, 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 no. Like something to open. Oh yeah. You're a gifter. You want a gift, but a card is something to open. Doesn't that count? Yeah, I guess so. You'd rather a thing though. And it doesn't have to be like a, like a big gift thing. What about a card letter would with Starbucks gift card inside? Yeah. I mean, that would like take it up a notch for you. (laughs) Up my 
That's up my alley. <laughs> no, I think I, I think where you hit the nail on the head where it would mean something to me is if you had written out yes. a longer, not just a card like saying, you know, hey, whatever. I think a long handwritten note. Um, Logan used to write me. Oh, he's going to be so mad that I just said that. Probably <laughs> all the <laughs> if there's all any the guys, love letters. Are there like lots and lots of love letters that you're hiding? It no, it's not a lot of love letters. It was he um, would make me like cards when we were dating, even before we were engaged. So we were in that very mushy like yes. love phase, and right, he would right. like like make me a card and write. But him. that's so like, like that. Good point, Meg, because I feel like if there's an area, if if you're married, if there's an area that we probably need to up our game in being kind with the most and loving is probably our spouses, because I feel like they're the ones that we probably take for granted the most and we're busy and we're going through life and we don't make that extra effort to really, you know, do something for them. I need to up my wife game for sure. I I do too. Okay. So we're going to up the wife game. (laughs) We're going to, let's see, do start a little thing in the drive-through of paying for somebody behind us. I'm going to try and be courageous. So when I feel like I have that gut feeling of like, Hey, you need to go talk to that person or do something. I'm going to try my very best and be courageous and do something like that. I think um, um, another thing that uh, I wanted to share is I, okay, so we don't always have time to go buy cards, right? Or we're just lazy. Or for me, I'm super cheap and don't want to pay like $5 for a card because they're so expensive now. Like they're really cute ones are expensive. Um, But there's this awesome app that I use called Felt. F-E-L-T. And I've done it a handful of times because my mom, she lives in Ohio and she doesn't often get to see pictures of the kids because she has an iPhone, but bless her. She does not know how to use it. (laughs) If I try and text her something, she doesn't understand, you know, or know how to find it. I can barely use my iPhone. I know. So the best thing for her is to get pictures in the mail. Well, golly, who's going to go print them all out, right? So um, this app is awesome. It's a card. Like you just get on the app. I like it. I, I think on the iPad better because it's a little bit bigger, but you can even do your own handwriting on it and you can include pictures and then they mail it for you. And wow. so it looks like it comes, you know, from you handwritten. You can even handwrite the envelope. It's really? really, yeah, it's really cool. And then you can pay like an extra dollar to put confetti in it. Um, like during Christmas time, they had like snowman confetti you could put in it or you can wait, put- wait, 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 you got to hold up. You're okay with confetti, but we're not okay with glitter or um, I'm not the one opening the envelope. Oh, it, oh it's because it's at somebody else's house. Yes. Another location. Okay, yes. Okay. <laughs> She doesn't live here, so it's fine. I'm sending you a card full of confetti. Don't do it, You wait for it. Yeah, so for Valentine's Day one year, I sent her a card, and they had little heart confettis that I put in there. It was really cute, and she loved it. And you can – I think they even have, like, a subscription where you get, like, three cards a month you can send for, I don't know, five or six bucks, something like that. So if you need, like, the easy way to be kind and love somebody and write them a note, that is an awesome option. I feel like I do kind of need an easy way because my heart is in the right place. It's just 
making the time and the effort. Like this isn't something, if anybody else does this with us, kind of does a few random acts of kindness here and there with us. I think me and Megan want to try and do, what should we shoot for? Like three days. (laughs) (laughs) You say that with such confidence. (laughs) I set the bar so low. I know. Um, No, we can go better. We can well, do better than that. We I can think do like seven days of so, doing seven days of something kind. Okay. You know, I think of like red ribbon, red, red ribbon week. Do you guys have that at your school? Ribbon. Ribbon. Yes, we have, we have red ribbon week. That is my <laughs> least favorite week of the year for my children. It's, it's my mom fail Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> like, I should know every year that it's coming. Yeah, we somehow every year I don't. It's Haley Bill going. She comes home from school that first Monday. Mom, I was supposed to dress up like a cartoon characters superhero because we're finding drugs. Like (laughs) I'm like, oh crud buckets! It's Red Ribbon Week. Yeah, so I, I don't want the random acts of kindness to turn into red ribbon week where we're like, no, I have to do something else again. Because I think that takes the heart out of it, right? So yes, I mean, I think, yeah, yeah if we want to shoot for a week, let's go for it. Um, but, but if I only get like two days done, you're not going to hate me? No, girl, no. I think that that's two days more than we would have done before intentionally, right? Because I think there's always going to be times that pop up that just happen. But what if we're intentional with it? I think that that's the point that we're kind of making here is making it intentional. And maybe for the year 2021, you do some like one intentional thing a month, right? And maybe it's for your kids one month and your spouse another month or your best friend or a teacher. I mean, gosh, think of, so a lot of times we do, I love doing this for the teachers at my kids' school, the elementary school, um, is we get a favorites list of our teachers and I let the girls pick like, you know, it's snacks, favorite drink, all of that pre COVID we would actually go pick up like their favorite Starbucks drink and drop it off um, that day, you know, so they'd have a little treat. Now I just have to That's have it cute. where I just send it like with the kids cause I can't go to the school. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was probably a couple months ago we were at target and the girls picked out their teacher's favorite, chip, favorite candy. Um, and then they took it to school the next day and they loved it. I got emails from the teachers. Thank you so much. And it's such an easy, you know, thing. So maybe one month is just focusing on teachers, teachers, because man, yeah, another month. Yeah. Neighbors or whoever. So maybe we kind of come up with like a monthly theme of one thing for We'll come up with something. We'll for sure try and put whatever we do come up with. We'll try and put that on um, our website or in yeah, the show we'll pro- notes. Yeah, and we something. can share it on social media too. Yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys posted on what does or doesn't happen on our <laughs> non New Year's resolution. <laughs> Being kind and courageous. Year's resolution. I think it, maybe we have like a commitment issue because. Neither one of us really want to commit to New Year's resolutions. But I think, Meg, you you are you naturally do kind things for people all the time. It's like a part of who you are because you love gifts. And so you 
are constantly getting people gifts. Like if you know somebody's going through something hard, you're like, oh my gosh, what do they need? You know, and you're on it, like in a heartbeat, you're on it, loving and and serving them. Yeah, I do try to, um, well, I just, I want to make sure they have what they they need. I know they're already going through a hard time. I am really big about, um, so even though I'm an optimist, I am really big about, I want to feel whatever they're feeling Mm -hmm. and like validate that. So I don't like it when people are going through something really, really hard and it's bad and it sucks and it's hard. And somebody comes along and they're like, we're praying. It's going to get better. Just keep your chin up. I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, like they're in the thick of it. Like, just be sad with them. Yeah. Like let them grieve or be upset and, and find out, do they need a meal? Do they need you to pick up something at the grocery store? Or maybe there's an errand that you can go run or just something. So yeah, I do try to think about what emotion are they going through? How can I walk that with them through that emotion. So I think it's hard because um, I'm a weird optimist. Normally optimists don't like to feel those hard, you know, sad feelings. And I'm not that way. I feel all the feelings all the time, time. (laughs) but I'm a huge validator like of of feelings. That's a big thing with my girls that me and Logan kind of um, talk about too. I'm like, no, no, like this is what she's feeling. Like, let's validate that, you know, and help her walk through that emotion. So anyways, I know I took a little side turn there, but no, I love that. I think that that's good. All right. So this is the year 2021. We are going to be kind. We are going to be courageous. Anything else? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't have anything else. (laughs) You should have just ended it. Or should we just leave it at that? (laughs) Listen, it's 2021. We just survived 2020. We're just going to be kind and courageous. And that's it. And seen. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the Meg's podcast today. We have the best time talking about (laughs) all the things. All the things. We love it. Don't we, Meg? Yes. Well, y'all be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes that we have. And then also come find us on social media. We want to connect with you at the Meg's Podcast.